Hello, I'm Sally. And I'm Sarah. And this is... Oh, hey, guys. Just cut it out. Did you just say Rochelle Obama? Michelle. Michelle. Okay. I know I have a thick accent. (laughs) (laughs) What's your name? Sarah. I can't really say how it affected my career. I'd be kind of guessing, but I... I always had an inkling that it didn't make things particularly easy for me. (laughs) (laughs) Just got a hug. I use my fake name. (laughs) What's your fake name? Sally. Hey, Sarah. Hey, Sally. (laughs) Did you have a nice break? (laughs) What are you on? I had a thing we just sat here abusing each other for two minutes and then... (laughs) (laughs) Now we're we're on. Yeah, on the air. And you've got a whole new setup. Yeah. It's like a studio now. Yeah, let's record an album. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Oh, (laughs) no. Um, so essentially what has happened since we've been away, three weeks, um, uh, the drag race queen has been crowned, Aquaria. I told you it would be Aquaria. Yeah, safe bet though. Nothing surprising. Well, yeah, because it should have been Cameron. No, oh. <laughs> you think it should be Cameron. Mm. Disobedience came out, the movie, the lesbian movie that I can't wait to see. With ritual vibes. Oh, yeah. And What's... who's the other one? Um, that one that's not married to Ben Affleck, the one that wasn't married to him. What? Amy Adams. No. Is it Amy Adams? No. That's the no, other one. that's a redhead. <laughs> I don't know. They're all the same. Who What's are, her name? What's her name? What's from her the name? notebook. Yes, and from Mean Girls. God, you listen to me. The girl with the Rachel hair. Adams. Yep. The girl with the hair. Um, okay, well, she <laughs> has hair, like the majority of people. And Lucy has written these out for me, um, which I can't actually read. Um, oh, that's what I want to say, though. Um, if you're subscribing, if you're listening on iTunes, sorry, can you subscribe and leave some reviews or something? Because that's really cool because um, the algorithms work that way. So if we get more reviews, then we go higher up in the algorithms. Oh, God. I'm talking technology. <laughs> Algorithm. Do you like it? Uh, code. <laughs> I don't even know where else to go from there. Uh, PowerPoint. <laughs> zero, zero, one, zero, zero, zero. <laughs> oh, computer code. Get me going. Oh, baby. Oh, come on. Um, no, but this is not even the most exciting part of the week because guess what happened this week? 12.30 in the morning. Could the police in- knocked on your door and said, Stop sending Tracy Grimshaw letters. <laughs> no, but I'm expecting it. Um, no, I spoke to Jules Sibule, my absolute, absolute favourite. Top four? Yeah, and actually it's top five because I forgot Dolly. <gasps> so, Jill, if you're listening, I'm really sorry. I meant to include Dolly in that list. So, it, yeah, of course. How could I have forgotten Dolly? 
How could you? Have? I know. I've been to a couple of her concerts and wept uncontrollably at each one of them. Yeah, I was at one of them. <laughs> Um, but no, I spoke to Jill. Um, she was wandering around buying water. Um, we spoke about everything from salsa water. Yeah, we spoke about everything from porn to lesbian scissoring and how awkward that is. We spoke about TV, The Handmaid's Tale, which yeah. you know really excited me. Yeah, there should have been more of a conversation about that. What was I going to say? Yeah, no, I don't want to watch it because it would stress me out too much. I'll just get into it. I just you retelling me on a roller coaster ride. You're on a roller coaster ride most of the time, like so. It's not really. It's not like you're stepping onto a new roller coaster. <laughs> You've kind of got like this old roller coaster. You just keep getting back on. Um. Like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. And and you need help. Like it was an amazing. It was an amazing. It was an amazing interview. Um. And she is seriously. Just like an amazing person. Um, are you having trouble? <laughs> well, I can't lean on the table. Well, I'll move the microphone. I've put in a whole new studio for Sarah. Oh. She's just whinged oh, and complained the whole none time. None of my other contractual obligations. No, but I put in a new studio for you so we sound better. <laughs> Me is your honey voice toast. <laughs> honey voice. This is like we're on B105. I have no honey. Wanted some tea with honey. Doesn't it, feel, it. doesn't it feel like we're on B105 or something? <laughs> <laughs> anyway, um, Jill Sabil, uh, the interview now is coming up. Um, enjoy. Absolutely thrilled to be talking to you. Yay! I know. I, I, I need to tell you, I have four favourite singers and you are in that top four. So. Who are the other, who are the other ones? Um, the other ones are Joni Mitchell. Uh, Car- oh, wow. Yeah, Carol King. Um, yes. You and Tina Turner. Holy fuck. I know. It's an odd mix, but you're up there in this amazing group of women I just adore. So Oh, I'm honored. Yeah, it I like like I still remember when I first heard you, I was in high school and I just couldn't believe it. I and mean, it was the days before the internet and stuff, so it took me ages to try and find out who you were and to buy your CDs and <laughs> It was, uh, you know, how did you live without the internet? But, yeah, it, yeah, then I got hold of them. Um, I had to have them shipped in from the U.S. And, yeah, at that stage, it was amazing. Amazing. Well, you know, I, I, I was supposed to come out to Australia to do a few house concerts in July, and I couldn't do it because I've had work. I've got to do the theater piece, and, and my record comes out in September, but I'm planning on some point in the next three or four months coming out so oh my god that's amazing I know. I've got to, in fact i've got to figure uh, I'm, I'm gonna uh, talk to someone today or tomorrow about it so so yeah wow are you gonna do like actual concerts or 
Well, that's what we're trying to figure out when uh, the new record will, which I, I haven't had a, a regular solo on it so long, when when uh, it would be released, but it'd probably be a while and I'd want it to come earlier. So we'll figure, we're trying to, what? Oh, thank you. We're going to try to figure it out. Yeah, I, I. How do you get? How do you get you to do a house concert? Like, oh, people, people email me. It's really they are so much fun. <laughs> yeah, I like I like doing those ways almost better than I'd rather do a whole bunch of house concerts rather than a regular concert. If they're just, it, it's so intimate. Yeah. Can I book you in for a house concert here? Hell yeah, hell yeah. Oh, I'll, yeah, I'll lose my shit. So <laughs> I'll, I'll just want to sit and sing with you the whole time. <laughs> <laughs> That's amazing. Yeah. So how, how many house concerts have you done? Oh, my God. I This summer, I just do so many of them. And I do it, what I do is on my website, I, I, I do it around where I'm going to be, so, and around club dates. So, for instance, in a month, I've, I've, I've got two dates in, in Washington, D.C., so then people know where I'm going to be, and they go, oh, could you do, are you going to be, a, you know, I'd like to book you, I'm in, I'm in Washington, so, so oh that's how that happens. Oh yeah. my god, that's incredible! I I love the idea of you coming to my house and putting on. A you concert. know what I'm gonna do? What? Remind me after we're done, and I'll send you really the stupidest little video I did about putting on a house concert. It's 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 the stupidest. <laughs> I will. I'll but, definitely. But good, stupid. Good, stupid. Yeah, I'll definitely yeah. remind you. And this new album, I'm so excited when I heard about this. Well, um, I'll send you, also remind me and I'll send you a couple of songs. It's just, the press release is coming out today of, of, of it. And I think uh, Rolling Stone in the U.S. is, uh, with one of the songs they're doing it as their best of. We haven't picked a single, but they picked a song. So. I don't even know what singles are these days. I have no clue. Oh, wow. Um and it's the first album, isn't it, in like nine years? Well, I had a, I've had a couple of records, but they've been. I, I had one called Dottie's Charm, but it was a, kind of a conceptual record that uh, I a conceptual album where I did it with some of my favorite authors. So I had this called Dottie's Charm. So I had this charm bracelet from the fifties someone gave me, and I was so curious, like who you know, who this person was. Her name was Dottie, and it had all these... And uh, and also, you know, what horrible granddaughters gave her <laughs> grandmother's charm bracelet. So I gave a different charm to a different author to write a lyric, and I put music to it. So that was... Um, that was that one. But this is... Uh, I've uh, procrastinated. And she, so here I am... <laughs> Yeah, I know procrastination well. <laughs> oh, yeah, you know what I have? No. I have now, well, it's actually a friend, but I call her, I, a couple people who are friends, I, they're my procrastinator. 
I just have people pressuring me. They give me deadlines, and I call them my procrastinator. <laughs> and we were trying to figure out what my punishments would be. Yeah. But one of them was that, you know, back then, it was, uh, if I didn't get a song done, by first time, I would have to donate to the Trump Fund. Ah. Uh. <laughs> Finish. Yeah, I bet I bet that put a fire under you. <laughs> oh, fuck! It's a shit show. It it is a bit of a shit show, isn't it? It's not even a bit of a shit show. It is a it is a big messy shit show. We we get like when I wake up in the morning, uh, our news is full of what's going on over there, and I can't believe every morning something worse has happened. Oh, yeah, but this last week is, is, uh, is horrible. And I uh, think that, you know, with the new Supreme Court justice going to be, uh, you know, and being able to appoint another one, which will be, you know, will send Rosie Wade and who knows with uh, gay marriage, who knows? Oh, yeah, because they can, they can repeal that now, can't they, like, turn it back? Yeah. Oh. Yes, they can. So, but we're we're uh, we're I'm I'm uh, I'm part of the resistance. <laughs> I feel like you've always. I'm, I'm, wear, I'm wearing my beret and my fist up in the air. <laughs> I feel like you've always been part of the resistance. I just fighting the man. Yeah. yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> and, and, and what's great is this. Um, is in July. Yeah, I, I'm going to be part of a tour. It's mostly comedians, but doing a couple of days with a, a, a group called Lady Talks Justice. Mm. And we, we go for uh, a lot of places where there's no reproductive rights and do shows, and it's called the Vagical Mystery Tour. Oh, I love the sound of that. Yeah. The Vagical Mystery Tour is going to be great. Yeah, and who's who's on that with you? Well, each one has different uh, comedians, and, and uh, a woman named Liz Weinstead runs it. She, she's a comedian that actually started The Daily Show. It was the John Stewart. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, uh, just a lot of activists, comedians, and musicians. Yeah. Do you think the madness will end over there soon? Like. Oh, I. I met. My hope, and I'm an optimistic person, is midterm, is a galvanized, maybe a younger generation of people that don't usually go out to vote. Mm. And I, I actually think that uh, if there's a, um, I, I, I believe we'll take back the House and Senate, and I, I do believe that he might not serve out his term. That's my hope. Yeah, I think I think the world is with you on that one. Well, the world is. But yeah. What about the the crazy pants bananas here in the the state? But but I do, you know, I I, I hear that there's a one third of the population that's with Trump on his immigration policies, and that's not a majority. Mm. But who are these one third? That's what I want to know. Yeah, exactly. It's I, I couldn't even imagine who these people are. 
Well, well, <laughs> I can. I, I have. A, I have a little bit of an imagination about who they are. If you hear me being distracted for two seconds, it's just because I'm walking into a deli and getting some uh, seltzer water. So. Okay. Just so you know. Okay. Do you need a minute to do that, or? No, no, we can talk. I'm just because there's a line, but I'm I'm thirsty. Okay, that's, yeah, that's fair enough. So you're doing, you're writing a one-woman show, aren't you? Yes, and and we had, um, it's actually getting commissioned, and and it's going to be called Hashtag, about seventh grade, I think, so far. (laughs) And it's just about, I don't know what, what was, I don't know what your systems are, but that's the grade when you're like 13. Yeah, I think we're 12 in seventh grade here. Sort of same, so, yeah. What, so what, and, and it really is, you know, like I said, I think Floyd had it wrong. It wasn't the first yeah. weeks or months or even years that, that that seventh grade is what, you know, fucks people up for the rest of their lives. <laughs> <laughs> what was your seventh grade like? It was hell, and I wish... It was the worst year of my life. It'll never be as bad. Wow. And I think it was, you know, dealing with things of, I think it's just, universally it is. You know, you're hormonal, you're dealing with, you know, your uh, peer pressure, people can be mean. Yeah. I was dealing with, uh, you know, sexual issues, and, and this is back in a long time ago. It, you know, that was freaky and weird and awful. Yeah. And, uh, and uh, you know, family issues. So, uh, uh, but, uh, you know, I wish I would have known that everybody else was miserable. We didn't know that. Yeah. That would have given me stuff, some kind of comfort, maybe. Yeah. I, I guess, yeah, it's kind of like a shitty year here as well, I think. Like, because you're just about to go to high school, like, which is like the next step out of, like, baby school, I guess. And, yeah, you're fighting a lot of lot of things, aren't you, in your head? Yeah, I think everything, and it, and it's, it appears become more important than even your parents and, and dealing, and, and, you know, just to your whole coming of age. And, and, you know, it's so funny when I did the, a part, and we did a, a, a reading of it in, in Pittsburgh uh, a few weeks ago, and we asked everybody about their first kisses. And it was so interesting. Really? And it was pretty miserable. They were pretty miserable. You know, a lot of it was, did you guys have to spend the bottle, of course? <laughs> yeah. And, and you know, it was usually, you know, and one of the songs is, what, what do I do with the tongue? You know, what do you, you know, like that. <laughs> it's, it's miserable. It's not sexy. <laughs> <laughs> not at all. And some people, like, throw it in like really hardcore because they think that's how it's got to be be done like oh like you know even back oh, wow. then it's like my first tongue kit like a guy it's like this big trout in my mouth <laughs> <you know? laughs> and then so so what i did was i i emailed him and a bunch of people are on facebook found people i had seen since my grade <laughs> and, and asked them all sorts of questions and i asked them what he thought and he thought like she, she just didn't know what to do. 
accusing him. You know, he didn't know. <laughs> I can't blame him. What, what did he say when he got the message? Like, did it like did it surprise him? God, that's hilarious. <laughs> so yeah, it's been it's been a fun journey these last couple months. Yeah. You seem you seem like you're always on the move, like you're always doing something. Well I think so it's a de- good or detriment because I think I probably would have been diagnosed back then probably with A C D but you know, I, I, I um I like to uh you know, I think that's what talk about my artist and you mentioned Joni mm. and I'm not at all in that category but what I loved about Joni so much too was her experimenting and not settling from you know from blue to doing uh, you know to do the, the you know pork pie hat to, to yeah. working with you know Absol- doing yeah. kind of weirdo jazz stuff to to and to me yeah. yeah, those are the artists I really love. Yeah, I still remember when I first heard Joni Mitchell and I, I literally couldn't believe what I was hearing. Like, And I think I was quite young and I was just blown away by her voice and, I don't know, just her words and the depth or something to it. Like, I, I still remember that feeling and every time I listen to her I get that feeling of this, this is something I've never heard before. This is n- not quite like anything else. So yeah, and then I love her, and, and her being, of course, was, you know, she was a big influence because like, she was. A, uh, I love her being a, uh, a a storyteller. She was a storyteller, and yeah. I liked, you know. But you're a storyteller that, too. Me, well, that's probably why her, probably like her and and Brandy Newman and Tom White and Linda Cohen and Dylan and. Yeah. Where do you come up with your stories? Like, you know, like take a song. Like one of my favorite songs of yours is Margaret. Well, like, that actually is, is going to be included in the uh, the hashtag Seven Grace. Yes. Uh, I mean that 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 you know, that's true. That's a true story. So I, I think you write from. Uh, you know, of course, I can embellish and make up shit. <laughs> yep. <at the> same time. <laughs> it's, 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 um, like, stories, like, stories from the past. Yeah. So, so you knew Margaret? Oh, oh yeah. 
Yeah. So, and, and, and uh, she, she, she became, a, she was actually a really nice person. She was my friend. Okay. <laughs> and did she end up in the industry or in the porn industry? Yeah, but mostly not, not really hardcore. Okay, well, it's that's all right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's just, <laughs> just bad, bad B movies, you know, where she got some breath. Yeah, that's all right. I mean, that's kind of that's kind of fashionable now, anyway. <laughs> oh my God! Yeah, even if she was hardcore, you know, damn, yeah, it's a living. Oh my God! Yeah, you know, I. Daniels, hello. She may save the world. It is incredible, isn't it? Like, what is happening with Stormy Daniels and and her name? I love her name. Oh yeah blows me away we did an episode um in season one and i was looking her up and i didn't realize at the time that she was a porn star and i just went down this complete rabbit hole of stormy daniels and all into like online porn and stuff and i'm like this is this is an incredible world that people live in so it's yeah. an incredible year well yes yeah, it is, it is. And, like like musicians a lot of, I'm not, you know, the, the thing is, is when you're an, you know, adult film person, how come you're a star? Like, I'm not a star. You know, you're in one porn movie and you're a porn star. I don't think that's fair. Like, I am not a music star, but I would be, you know, I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm not just like, you're a star. Yeah, I guess that is. Yeah, like it, you really just get elevated, don't you, to the top of the rank, like of top of the You're ladder. Just a yeah, yeah, and it's it's amazing. And I even like one of the porn stars that I found. Um, her name was Brandy Love, and she's like this entrepreneur. Like she's like you know running businesses. She's lecturing at universities. She's writing books, and I'm like. This is amazing. She's just got like she works like every couple of weeks. She's got all this spare time, like to write books and well, lectures. Yeah. And and I have a friend that I've known before. She she became kind of a porn star, kink dominatrix kind of. And I knew her before she did this, and she's like she runs she runs her own show. Yeah. I think it's it's really so, empowering. Yeah, she. She doesn't feel exploited one bit, and, you know, I think, you know, so, so there. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, I, I'm. Probably less, yeah. Yeah, so, I, so I'm like, I was so surprised when I went down my little rabbit hole about just how much power these women have, and I'm like, <laughs> good on you, like, what? Yeah. And don't, they, and don't they make don't they make much more money than the uh, the male stars? I think so. Yeah, and then they have their I don't own. Think other than gay, I don't think there's male stars in much. Um, do you watch much TV? I watch a lot. <laughs> Good. So do I. Um, <clears throat> have you watched Killing Eve? You know, I just. Started. I'm just on. I just on episode two, but it's kind of great. It's kind of what? It's kind of great. It's kind of yeah. It's kind of amazing. Wait till you get to the end. I was blown away. Don't talk. Don't tell me 
tell me. I'm not. I'm not going to say but anything I, I, more. I, lo- I love their relationship. <laughs> I know. it. Yeah. I'm not going to say anything more. I'm just going to stop talking about Killing Eve because <laughs> otherwise I'll give it away and I don't want to do that. And do, do you guys get The Handmaid's Tale? Yeah. Um, my friend who does the podcast with me is obsessed with it. Um, and I read it at university um, and it... Yeah and it really distressed me as a book and I didn't I didn't think that I could handle at the moment the TV show cuz even when she's recapping for me it's it's intense Oh no it, there's not a lot of relief in that show I mean I'm watching it because it's just genius I read the book too it was one of my favorite books Yeah um and, and um but it, it's it's pretty grim but, but the acting is so fantastic, and the cinematography, and and uh, so that the last step, last episode, you know, they put it on every Wednesday. So I watched it last night. Yeah, she. Yeah, she's. TV. TV. TV's great. TV's better than the movies, I think. Yeah. What are you watch? Like, so what else have you, What else have you been watching? Um. Well. I watch a lot of documentaries mm. on Netflix, but there was what, what's the Wild Wild World of the one about the, the cult, the Russian <gasps> cult in Oregon. Wasn't that uh, that knew, that was the best? I loved that. And I have I have a, a, a friend that went there. Really? Mm-hmm. While they were, you know, I grew, I grew, I grew up in Colorado. Yeah. In the Boulder area, and it was very, there was a lot of cults. I mean, it was just, you know, people were kind of kumbaya-y looking for something. So I had friends that joined several different things. Wow. I always always wanted to find something I thought, like I would go to meetings of these kind of, you know, gurus, and Mm -hmm. I, I would always be like, Bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Yeah, I I remember I went to a Christian school and I had a lot of difficulty um, sort of holding my tongue um, at, at some stages because I, I find that as well. But I loved that documentary. And in the beginning when that um, that townsperson said, you know, like, oh, we didn't know how bad it would be. And I sort of went, well you know, how bad could it be, buddy? Like, but then I was like, oh, wow, that got pretty bad um, in the end. Yeah, at least it wasn't, it wasn't like that. Oh, you know what's a really great one is that, what's it called, the Source Family or the Family something. It's a really good one. And I don't know where you can find it, but the Source Family. It's a a really good one too. And it was kind of like a cult that was kind of like, you know, it it was kind of benign. They just were kind of having sex and being hippies. At the end, it got a little weird, but it was never doomsday, you know? Yeah, yeah. It's like if you were going to join a cult, that would have been the one. Yeah, that would have been the best kind, yeah. Because you just played rock music and had sex. Yeah, it sounds like a pretty good day, like, you know, if, yeah. if you're being honest. <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah, and not for not, not, not like you had to sleep with the guru kind of thing. Yeah, I think, yeah. And that's where, like, 
I mean, I, I guess there are other points cults get weird, but when it's kind of like, oh, you've got to sleep with the guru, like I think that should be a red flag to anybody. It's not a good, not not a good look. No, it's it's unprofessional, I think, and um, you know, it's unprofessional to sleep with your devotees. Yeah, exactly. I'd just be like, you know what, is is HR all over this or? I'm not sure how this is going to work, so I'd, I'd ask too many questions. <laughs> there's a really, there's a really good podcast about the, the guy that started Bikram Yoga, mm. and and he, you know, it kind of, you know, Bikram. I did the hot yoga. I did that too for you know just the off and on, but it's really good because he had you know devotees cheese and, and you know, and it, it it turned kind of creepy and awful. <laughs> I'm gonna, ha- I'll have to listen he, to that. Because yeah. I've started listening to, I saw that Oprah has a few podcasts out now. Um, and I was like, everyone's getting into podcasts. Um, but, yeah, I was, I was just kind of wondering what, what else Oprah has to say, like really, for but a lot, apparently. A, a lot of what? She has a lot to say about a lot of things still. So I was like, good on you, getting into the podcast kind of area. Um, I know. I want to do one. Oh, you should do one. Mm-hmm. It's really easy. Like, it. I know I have a couple ideas that I've had. It's just a matter, like, instead of procrastinating, of actually really doing. Yeah. Yeah. It. Yeah. I can't believe actually how easy it's been to do a podcast because it kind of seems like it's going to be difficult, but then it's like, oh, I've just got a couple of mics and a computer and done. So I know. I'm, I'm excited. Yeah. And I have a, a – there's, there's one I want to do with um, – like I am. We, we talked about I'm obsessed with, with uh, cults, and uh, I wanted to do one where it's like I talk to a different person – you know, every week from that, 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 that's some kind of fundamentalist, whether that's evangelical or Pentecostal or, or, or Wiccan, but just talking, but in a really, you know, like, tell me why I should believe, believe, but not in a nasty way, just wanting to hear, you know. Yeah, just wanting to actually hear, like, what they've got to say. Yes. Yeah. Um, do you watch RuPaul's Drag Race? I just wanted to throw that in. You know, I I love it. I have a, I haven't watched it in a couple of years, but it's always one of those that you know when it, when when whenever uh, it happens to be, you know, I'm just going through the channels. I'll stick on it for a little bit, and you know, but but I, I haven't been a regular. But it's kind of great. Yeah, I love it. The f- finale of season ten is on tonight. So, oh my god, I know. Um, and so, yeah, that's going to be fairly stressful, I can imagine. Um, but yeah, I always find it pretty stressful. But um, other than like that, and I'm trying to think of, I don't watch any reality shows. No, is it because I, I have you don't like reality or? No, because it's not reality. Usually. Yeah, yeah, it's all very, yeah. And, and also the mean spiritedness and the, the competition thing. I just don't. I don't care. Yeah, like all the housewives and and all that kind oh, of God, stuff. I can't take it. 
can't take it. No, I... And I think it's really, I think it's detrimental for, like, young kids who, or girls who are watching that that are thinking, oh, this is how people react, uh, relate to each other. Yeah. And it, no. No, they're set up for this kind of phony-ass soap opera drama, and it's not. Yeah, Australia. It's not real life. It's not, it's not how people should treat each other. No, and it, and it's just, yeah, it's all about, like, money and and who i don't know like who who's who's better than who and it it is it's really damaging isn't it it's very toxic yeah i think it's really toxic too. oh you were talking about the uh going back to porn like let's go back to porn for a <laughs> second because i was writing a song i was writing a song there's a, a woman i know who has a thing called make love not porn and just again for kids that see you know, their first, their first view of sex is, you know, going on the online porn and seeing, you know, a, 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 you know, a, a guy coming on a woman's face and, and thinking like, oh, that's what I have to, you know, it's yeah. like, you know, maybe, maybe, you know, there's no judgment if someone likes it, but that isn't, oh, not every, you know, not everyone does, <laughs> so that's, you know. Yeah, and and and, 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 and that just be kind of unreal well, for guys to see the guys have this, you know, eight inch penis, and and you know that that must be like no, that is not normal, the norm, you know. Yeah, yeah. Even that so, kind of. Jack- so I just wonder the damage that 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 does. I I think it does a lot, you know, because even that, you know, have a jackhammer when they're in porn like they do that jackhammer fucking i can only describe it like that where the guy is just like bang 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 you know like um, imagine young kids are seeing that going oh right i've got to go that fast and that hard and like i think it would be yeah really- and, it, and, and there's a sense of violence and 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 that you know it they're inevitably gonna go there kids you know of course but they're there feels like there has to be some sense of, of, of uh, and maybe that's where, like, the whole new thing of, like, more feminist porn or more sex positive, where it's like, no, this is a, you know. Yeah. Like, like, les- like lesbians with really long nails. No, that really is not good. Yeah, I wouldn't go near someone with nails that length, like. I'd be like, they've got to go. That's like, yeah. That's what I'm saying. But even so um, that, and that's, that's not real. Yeah. But even the scissoring and stuff. Um, yeah, you. I should send you my song because it, it, it mentions that. Yeah, it's, it's more male, fa- it's male fantasy yeah. of, of what lesbians are. So, you know, I can imagine, you know, a young girl or, you know, people seeing poems at the same time going, the scissoring thing. And then it's like, you know, it doesn't really always work. (laughs) 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 It can turn, it it can turn very awkward very quickly. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. Maybe like they need to start like a whole new company. Um, like that's like sex positive stuff. Like this is what actually happens. Well, I think, I think there, there need to be more. I think there are. And, and, um, 
you know, and I think women need to be at the forefront and, and, and make changes. Like I said, there's a site called, uh, it says name Cindy Gallup. She did a TED Talk on that called Make Love Not Born, and she talked about she's got a site of, uh, that's really, you know, of course it's not, you know, mainstream. It needs to be mainstream, you know. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. So, I don't know where we got into that, but we were talking about kids and, uh, <laughs> you know, I don't know. No, neither do I, actually. Um, <laughs> no, but it was great, though. It was very, I'm glad, I'm glad you're with me on the scissoring thing. Because um, <laughs> I was watching it going, oh, okay. Like, I've been a lesbian for a, a long time, and <laughs> I'm unsure about that move. So... <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's, it's awkward. Yeah, I like I wouldn't even it's know. Just not always, it's just not usually successful. No, <laughs> it isn't. Like they should have like porn where there's like all the mistakes and funny bits in it, like <laughs> you know, like the actual real stuff, like where you know people fall out of bed. Well, and, Maybe I'll, I'll finish season two of this and um, head into the porn industry. So, yeah, I'll, I'll let you know uh, when I get it up and running. And <laughs> oh, I think I think I've kept you for a long. Well, yes, I think I think leaving this off on scissoring is just as perfect as we could. I think so. I, you know where do I say where do we go from here? Exactly. I don't know. I don't know. I think I could probably... I think we've done it. Yeah, and I'd probably say, probably next minute I'll go, can we please sing for the next two hours? Um, just sing a couple <laughs> of these. And you're probably not going to want to hear me do that, um, butchering your songs. So. <laughs> um, but you, well, um, well, it was nice to talk to you. I'm going to start my day, drink the, the, the water that I got at the deli as I was talking to you, and... Um, and thank you very much.